Want to see the world from a totally different perspective? Ready for provocative conversation, intriguing stories, and inspiration? Then don't touch that dial. Welcome to the Francesca Luca Show. She'll give you something to talk about all week long. Now, here's Francesca. Hi, everyone. You are tuned in to the Francesca Luca Show. And in the next hour, you're going to know a little bit more than you do now. So stay with me here little housekeeping. My web address is talkwithfrancesca.com. And if you miss part of the show, you're going to want to hop on over to my iTunes page and listen there. And I'd love it if you would leave a review. This show is sponsored by Antico Forno in the North End when you will only accept the absolute best in Italian food, great service, and a really fun setting. Antico Forno is your go-to spot. I know because it also happens to be my favorite. And hurry up and go there so you can still enjoy the outdoor dining before it starts getting too chilly. All right. Lots to cover in a short period of time, so we're going to get going. Dive right in. Death is very likely the single best invention of life. So Steve Jobs said, and it's the number one motivator we have to live life like we mean it, to live regret-free lives. My guest tonight, Jody Wellman, did a TED Talk, How Death Can Bring You Back to Life. She says, this is funny, we've got about 4,000 weeks in our lives, and it's up to us how we're going to spend them. Jody claims to have 1914 Mondays left and other than wanting them to be on wanting to be on the Great British Baking Show, she really just wants people to die happy. To clarify, she wants people to live happily while cleverly beginning with the big end in mind. Eh, I guess that isn't so weird. Anyway, welcome Jody. Thanks for joining us tonight on the show. <laughs> Hi there, Francesca. I love how you just said that's not so weird. I'll take that. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> oh, excellent. Even better chatting with you. Okay, good, good, good. So first, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. I decided rather than introduce you and your biography, I'd let you do the, do the uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to do that. Okay. Sure. Well, so I, uh, I did the corporate executive thing for 17 years, and that was fantastic uh, until it wasn't. Uh-huh. And then I thought, well, you know, I, uh, I'm feeling pretty itchy. I need to make a change. And I struggled mightily with that because I didn't know how to make that change. I felt really stuck. I don't know if you, I know your listeners have, many have felt this way before. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Myself yeah. included. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, I have this, uh, this really interesting slash sad stapler story. I, I think of it as because there was a time in my old corporate office I was stapling pages together and I stapled a page one day and the stapler ran out. And I said to myself, as I loaded a row of staples into the stapler, I said, it was very solemn. I said, by the time this row of staples runs out, I'd better not be here. <laughs> and, and, and so I knew, I thought, okay, I've got 250 of these buggers. I'm going to be out of here. And you know what happened about a year later? My stapler ran out of staples. I was still in that role, and I felt like I had just been punched in the gut. Oh, boo uh, hiss. <laughs> I know. And only I was the one that had freaking punched myself. So I reloaded the stapler, and unfortunately, I did that a couple more times. But I taught myself the lesson, yeah. and this is something I love to help people with, is that, you know, we're actually not as stuck as we think we are. Um, you know, astonishing lives don't just happen to us. We do have to take some action. Uh, and so 
I shifted into leadership development and coaching. I've been doing that for around uh, eight or nine years in the post-corporate existence. And uh, 4,000 Mondays is my absolute passion and, quite frankly, reason for living. And I've been really going um, motivated strong on that brand for the last several years to wake people up. And that's your web address, yeah. too, isn't it? What's your what, what's, Yeah. What is it? it yeah, 4,000mondays.com. That's funny. That's great. Yeah. So why yeah. do you do what you do? <laughs> well, I've always been really interested in the fact, this sort of absurdity that, wait, what? Like, we're all working so hard and trying to like life so much and do the best and just, you know, and yet, wait, it we're temporary? You know, we have this finite amount of time to live. It's always been, um, thankfully, more amusing for me than anxiety-inducing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea then that we're hoping just to make the most of our time is um, it's a commonality and you know I've experienced a lot of phases in life where I felt you know I talk a lot about aliveness Mm -hmm. I want us to all feel very alive and I I've experienced some opposites I've experienced the feelings of deadness Um, you know I I wasted as I affectionately refer to it as uh, 10 years of life to eating disorders that Mm -hmm. That I wouldn't wish on anybody, not even my mm. worst enemies. Right. Um, and right. and when you come out of that, because yep. thankfully I, I emerged healthy, and I wait a sec, time is ticking, and I don't want to waste time in ways that prevent me from living fully. And so that did help wake, wake me up as well to let's make the most of this. And so what would that look like? So you made the shift because you had been going through such a difficult time and you were just plain and simply tired of living a, an empty, boring, nothing life, right? Is that it? Yeah, that is definitely a big motivator. Like, I, I can see coming out from the other side and, and waking up to life that it really did give me that much more of like, permission mm-hmm. and a motivation right. to, to, to take life seriously. Yeah. But, but, Jody, framing life with an expiration date seems mm-hmm. like focusing on the shadow of death. Why would you do that? <laughs> Yeah, it does, I think, cause people to wonder, because I know in a lot of our, you know, life enhancement, self-development, self-help world, there is a lot of talk about, you want to have an uh, attitude of abundance, not scarcity. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've even said those words. And of course, I want us to think about what's possible, not what is unfortunately going to lack. However, this is where I find it fascinating. And this is where my eyes really opened up. Uh, when I was doing my uh, master's program in applied positive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, where studying this concept uh, of what's called temporal scarcity, which is just a sciencey word for when we look at something and we frame it as having an end point, mm-hmm. it just naturally soars in terms of our perceived value, right? So. I don't know, like take any yellow diamond you'll ever come across. Like, you know it's precious because it's rare. Mm -hmm. And so there is really fascinating research. I mean, I'm I'm a geek. I find research fascinating. But I still think the rest of us can can use this. Is that when we do stop and contemplate, wait a minute. You know, I have however many Mondays left. And if you want, we can do the math for you and all your listeners. Um, (laughs) No, I don't want to (laughs) know. I'll just be happy just the way I am. Thank you. (laughs) I don't want to know how many. And besides, how do you know how many Mondays I have left? I'm going to tell tell you anyways, even if you don't want to know. No, I'm kidding. Well, back to the the research point where actually 
if I can make a compelling argument, maybe you'll be swayed, that when we start to see things as ending, it typically does do this fascinating thing where it does make us sit up and say, now I see that it is, in fact, valuable and precious. Mm -hmm. And so now, in light of that reality, how do I want to spend my remaining time, my remaining Mondays? And that's the activating feature, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I I have no interest in us sitting around crying over a glass of wine about how we're all going to die. No, this is not about dying. This is about using that awareness mm-hmm, to right, live. Right. It, it can wake us up. You well, know? it's like, you know, if you're in a relationship and things are going sour and then, or, or you think they're not going well, and then you kind of get hit in the face with this, this could really end, and you really give mm-hmm. that some thought, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes uh, couples will come together and, you know, try to make that work because they there is the threat of, of it ending so i you know i would Mm -hmm. um to some degree agree with you but then again there's a lot of people who get divorced so i'm not sure Mm -hmm. so maybe yeah yeah, maybe you could comment on that sure you you just said something that i think taps into what's called like prospect theory which is that we're more motivated by what we have to lose than what we have to gain and so like you just use a great example of how oh if i lost this partner I would miss all these really great things about them. And so, wait a minute, maybe I am going to give it a second or third chance. And now that can't make up for the fact that some people are just like, should not be your partner and you do need to be divorced. (laughs) Right. But when, um, you know, and so, you know, not everything's destined to work out. But when you look, for example, then at our lives, that's an example to me of, again, we're more motivated by what we have to lose, like, uh, a lot of the clients that I work with or in groups or teams will talk about um, the possible regrets that you might have, right? Mm-hmm. And that I don't, people, people often feel like, wait, I don't, I don't want to get to the end mm-hmm. and feel like I didn't get to go to, uh, you know, to Spain and I didn't get to see my daughter's wedding or I didn't get to start that book that I've been wanting to write. And so Mm. people often are motivated by this thing they feel like they're going to lose, even more so than just the great feeling they think they're going to get by going to Spain or writing the book and becoming a bestseller or being um, at the wedding, you know? So we are motivated by, by potential of loss. And I actually think, again, just like how we don't like the idea of scarcity, I don't want, like, picking the scab of loss does not sound like fun, but all I know is let's use the psychological science to our advantage here. Let's, like, actually, let's, let's do that. It is interesting that people who have had, you know, brushes with death, close, you know, mm-hmm. calls, you know, accidents, you know, it's sort of, it's sort of mm-hmm. that roar of awakening, right? And um, it, it seems to give those people an outrageous appreciation for their lives. It's unfortunate, you know, it's like that song. You know, um, that country western song. I can't think of what the actual name of the song is. I think it's by Kenny Chesney, Live Like You're Dying, right? Yes. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, but that's unfortunate that, I mean, so this is, in in a sense, it really is, it is not not that new a concept that you know when you're you you know your your days are numbered you, you kind of look mm-hmm. at life a little bit differently. But it's unfortunate that we have to get to that point. Rather than just you know, um, you know, pay attention to you know some of the slippery slopes that disengage us, right? Oh, 
oh, oh, you're speaking my language. I love, I love this point you're making. And uh, so back, I guess, just thinking of how you said people who've kind of had a close call, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's an official near, near-death experience or that feeling of, whoa, you know, I'm now woken up that, wait a minute, that mole, I was worried for a week while I waited. It was a melanoma or wasn't it? And it does kind of tend to grip you. And, and I, you know, there's the people I work with who have had those kinds of brushes with death. I got to be honest, no one is more motivated to live with intention and excitement than people who have almost lost it or contemplated in a very serious way with that loss. Like, the, the, they actually say that people, there are research, there's research, and, and um, it's, I guess more than half of the people who have had cancer admit that they feel more adjusted in their lives as a result of the experience of, of having cancer. Uh, um, and, and, what and, a way and, to and, get there. No What's that, right? Like, like, this is the part that actually gets, makes me feel a little bit like I want to grab people and yeah. shake them, but gently, but shake yeah. them and say, yeah. right. we don't want to have to have a near-death experience, right? We right. don't want to have to be given a diagnosis or hear something dire. Um, and so that's where, admittedly, I feel like, well, then let's talk about it. Like, let's be the ones to actually poke a stick at it and mm-hmm. say, if, you, and then, like, we can do the imagination. Like, imagine if you found out you had uh, a year to live. What would that change in your life mm-hmm. um, if you had 52 Mondays? Has your life slipped into monotony? Stay tuned to turn that switch off. Be right back. This is life. Don't miss it. Francesca, and you're listening to The Francesca Luca Show on 95.9 WATD. Tides is beachside dining at its best all year round. Located at the end of the Nahant Causeway, directly on Nahant Beach, the ocean views from the dining room and the pub can't be beat. Tides specializes in casual dining with food that's delicious, not pretentious. On a warm day, enjoy a frosty pint at their bar or the sun-drenched deck on Nahant Beach. Or enjoy an incredible meal in their dining room anytime. Tides guarantees you great atmosphere with superior service. The menu at Tides is full of fresh, high-quality seafood, prime rib, chicken, pasta, and pizza that everyone will love. Check out the drink menu at Tides for fun cocktails, 30 ice-cold beers on tap, and their well-rounded wine list with state-of-the-art tap wines. Tides is unbeatable anytime, summer or winter, lunch or dinner, rain or shine. Visit TidesNahan.com. Looking for a private and comfortable experience on the South Shore to have your medical spa and wellness treatments? Well, you've found the place. Rejuve Medical Spa and Wellness's nurse practitioners succeed in combining lasers, medical skin treatments, and art to give you that rejuvenated look and feel. Rejuve's practitioners will help undo skin damage from sun exposure, rid unwanted hair, and treat the signs of aging and gravity. Are you feeling stressed, experiencing hormone changes, or weight gain? You are not alone. Rejuve Medical Spa and Wellness can help you on your journey to live well and be well. Embrace the fountain of you. Visit rejuvema.com to begin your journey of self-care today. 
a whole new house is a lot right now. Redesign your current home could be just what you're looking for. Consult with interior decorator Grace Beltrami if you're just moving in or would like to get the most out of where you've been. Grace Beltrami can make any house a home or your current home even homier. Find the best color scheme for any room. Bring out the brilliance every room was meant for with a lighting and floor plan. Grace Beltrami is also a professional organizer. Find out what you've been missing in the kitchen and make your closet space pop with organizational elegance. You know those shows where someone rehabilitates a home they just bought? Your project is just an after picture waiting to happen. It doesn't have to belong to anybody but you. Call Grace Beltrami today at 508-493-8604 or visit her at gracebelldecor.com and bring out the beauty in your home. HM Auto Detailing handles entire fleets of vehicles for local businesses and they're ready to make your car, truck, or SUV shine like new. Do you stare at that spill from when your coffee got away? Are you sad about the bag of groceries that toppled and stained? Maybe the kid's last food fight left war wounds in your vehicle. Or it just might be time for a good cleaning. Get a fresh start with HM Auto Detailing. Same day service, over 10 years experience. They even detail boats and aircraft. Call HM Auto Detailing today, 781-738-3301. 781-738-3301. HM Auto Detailing, 156 Union Street in Rockland. You're listening to The Francesca Luca Show. The talk continues on 95.9 WATD. Do you have a whiff of regret about how you're living your life? My guest this evening is Jody Wellman, and hopefully she's going to share with us how to live our best life without the drama of, of having a near-death experience to bring us there. So big welcome back to you, Jody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, Francesca. All right, so let's see. Let's let's get down to practically speaking now. Uh, well, first of all, did you take your life for granted? You know, I I would say yes. I think um, I think we take life for granted in a, in a few different ways that I think you and others might identify with. You know, we um, we might get into a routine where we just lose sight of the fact that, wait, how did it become a new month? Is like, this month's the same as the month before? Same as, and we just sort of have this notion like um, we're, we, get, we get into this autopilot zone. Mm. We can talk more about that for days. Mm-hmm. The other one, I think, is that we do this thing. You ever done this? I really want to start that program. You know what? When, when things settle down at work, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start that. Yep. Or yep. I want to book that trip. I'd love to do that trip. Oh, that cruise or that thing would be amazing. You know what? I'm I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that later or when I retire. Yep. We put things off. Mm-hmm. That is a classic sign of taking life for granted because, you know, not to say like we may not even be here to get to do that, but also that notion of putting off, like I call it, postponing your existence. Oh, yeah. That, that's taking life for granted. You know, yeah, yeah that's a very interesting uh, point that you make, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. I, I've actually been very involved in a in a, a personal project and sort of like on a mission, you know, to get this thing done that I'm doing. And, um, okay. and it's really been taking a lot of my energy to the point where mm-hmm. I've like put everything on hold. Like, I, I don't have time for this right now, so I've got to really deal with this. And, and it was actually mm-hmm. just last week and it was just amazing. It's like, it's sort of like you tell the universe what you want and boom. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, geez, you know, I haven't, 
I've been wanting to get back to writing, and I've really dropped my creative writing. I love to write. You know, it's just a hobby, but I really enjoy it. And, you know, whatever comes of it eventually comes of it. But anyway, it was the funniest thing. And then I got online, and sure enough, there was a class that was starting the very next day with my absolute favorite teacher of this particular place where I took writing last year. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it, though, because of the time, because I had um, a guy coming to fix something at my house in the morning, so it was going to conflict. No sooner do I get a phone call from the guy saying, I'm really stuck. I can't come till tomorrow afternoon. Would that be a problem? I'm like, oh. Not a problem at all. Great. Yes. You know, so it's just kind of funny that, you know, when you do make your mind up to do something, it, it, I do believe the universe kind of cooperates, you know, and um, oh, I do. Totally. I do. I know it sounds really airy fairy, woo woo, but, you know, it may be woo woo, but I also think it's true, true, you know. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I, I agree so. with you. I, I agree that, you know, and, you, and sometimes you just have to, but I mean, I'm not sure what it is. And maybe you can say why, but what it is that finally motivates motivates us to say, I'm not waiting another day. I'm getting back mm-hmm. to my writing. My writing is, you know, relaxing for me. And it, it mm-hmm. you know, it feeds my soul. And, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, you know, why didn't I do it three weeks before? Why didn't I wait? Yeah. And, you know, when it happens, it happens, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I do think that there, I mean, obviously, some sometimes circumstances can prevail, right? We've got things going on, or there's COVID, or like, obviously, we have to deal with the environment around us. Of course. But that is actually far more malleable than I think we think it is, right. you know? Yes. Um, in, that, in that, you know, most of us are actually in more control, and we can find ways to introduce things like the creative writing class that you could be doing a bunch of other things instead of that class during that time, but you've prioritized it. Right. And one of the things that can happen, and I notice this, of course there are stages of change, right? Like some of us might be in pre-contemplation mode, like it would be great to learn how to speak Italian, but I don't think I'm ready yet. Sometimes it's readiness, mm-hmm. but mostly it comes down to what a lot of the times in psychology they call it like boundary situations. There's some sort of an impetus. There's some sort of event that causes us to go, whoa. And for some of us, it's a big birthday with like a zero, you know, uh, turning a big number makes us go, I got to get down to this. Like, I really, I really now. And this, by the way, this can be stuff that is, um, it can be meaningful things like where you're describing taking this creative writing class. That sounds in, in soul filling. It sounds like it is about expression for you. It sounds like it's going to be something really big. I'll give you an example there's someone I know who just recently turned 60, and she did this thing where a bunch of other things happened to, to her and, and inspired her. But even one little example was she's like, I have never been someone who's had nice nails. And I just decided, now that I'm 60, like, i gotta get, I got to get down to get like, I'm just going to start cleaning up my act. Like, I'm getting my nails done every week. And, like, that is a very, very silly, trivial example, I know. Not really. It's not really. It's not. Like, it's not yeah, because it's, these kinds of things can really... Make a difference, you know. I know that yeah. I was like having like a last week. I was like kind of bummed out one day, and like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna go get my nails done, you know. And it it, it does. It kind of lifts you, you know. It makes you feel pretty, it makes you feel yeah. you know attractive. It makes you feel clean, you know. Yeah. I mean, these are yeah. simple little things, but you know, taking care of yourself is really an important thing to do. You're you're so right. I know you've had Barbara Fredrickson on your show before too, yep. talking about mm-hmm. how we can we can like. 
the way I word it is like, let's rig our lives in our favor. Let's try and find even the littlest moments where it can put us in a positive, you know, mind frame. And even if that does mean going for the for the quick and easy manicure, or if it does mean watching a simple, silly YouTube video about giraffes, I don't know, doing something funny with each other. Like, our lives are just these little collections of moments that are a stitch together of whether it's a five minute or a 20 minute or a one hour increment. Mm-hmm. And we have the ability to shape our lives in ways that can just be a little more joyful or a little less so. And so I do think that's just a small example of living with more intention, right? Is yeah, yeah. Maybe I do. Maybe. And so for you, kudos for the, how is the creative writing class going? It, well, I just started last week, but it, it was great. It was okay. just, it felt so, you know, I just was filled up with it. I was just, it was, it was fantastic. <sighs> It really, really was, you know. So, you know, what else is interesting, our bodies can also tell us, um, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, it depends. I, I always say the body keeps the score, but our bodies will tell, you know, I back, I don't know, maybe three three months or so ago, I had the flu and I, was, I felt really horrible. And, you know, I, I really, I couldn't get my energy back. And I was sort of forced into reading and I hadn't read in a really long time and I was really irritated like I, I don't want to do this I want to get up and I want to go you know I ended up whipping through this book it was a fabulous book and like 24 hours and I don't know whether it was just mentally it gave me you know a certain energy that I was needing but for whatever reason bum you know I felt so much better in the next couple of days so sometimes I do think that you know our body does demand that we stop, but I wasn't happy about it. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the record, you wouldn't wish it on someone. I wouldn't. Else, I wouldn't wish nothing. relaxation on anyone for crying out loud. I mean, Jody, please. <laughs> anyway, before before the break, and I I was about to ask you this question, and then we got veered off, and now we're getting ready for our next break. But what I do want to ask you is what what are some slippery slopes that can really disengage us um, when mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to um, you know play our cards right so anyway listeners stay mm-hmm. with us here we will be right back lots more to come this is more of the Francesca Luca show coming right up on 95.9 WATD You need help around the house. You need a handyman. How do you find just the one you're looking for? Go to locally owned and operated handymanconnection.com. Handyman Connection puts you in touch with one of their carefully screened and background checked craftsmen. You get the best help around for maintenance, installation and remodeling services, carpentry, tiling and flooring, and assistance with aging in place upgrades to your home. Handyman Connection also provides you with free in-home estimates and a one-year written warranty on labor from one of their experienced professionals. Call 781-829-3030 or visit handymanconnection.com. Your connection to quality craftsmen on the South Shore. One call, one connection. Plan a wonderful evening in Boston's North End, highlighted by one of the neighborhood's best-kept secrets, Antico Forno. Renowned as one of the world's most authentic Italian restaurants, Antico Forno provides you with an unforgettable dining experience featuring world-class traditional Italian dishes cooked in their beautiful brick oven. Outdoor dining is now available too. Whether seated inside or enjoying an evening under the stars, when you eat at Antico Forno, you feel like part of the family. 
Antico Forno is open seven days a week. See their menu and make your reservation online at AnticoFornoBoston.com. Looking for a private and comfortable experience on the South Shore to have your medical spa and wellness treatments? Well, you've found the place. Rejuve Medical Spa and Wellness's nurse practitioners succeed in combining lasers, medical skin treatments, and art to give you that rejuvenated look and feel. Rejuve's practitioners will help undo skin damage from sun exposure, rid unwanted hair, and treat the signs of aging and gravity. Are you feeling stressed, experiencing hormone changes, or weight gain? You are not alone. Rejuve Medical Spa and Wellness can help you on your journey to live well and be well. Embrace the fountain of youth. Visit RejuveMA.com to begin your journey of self-care today. Buying a home can be confusing and overwhelming. I know because I've been there. But I hired Kevin Tan, whose goal is to make purchasing your home simple and easy with proactive communication and accessibility throughout the entire process. From contract to closing, Kevin can help you with every aspect of the real estate transaction. Kevin lives and knows the South Shore real estate market, which makes him the perfect choice. Contact him today at 617-763-8551. That's 617-763-8551. Or online at weclosetheloan.com slash Kevin-Tan. You'll be so glad that you did. Now, for more of the Francesca Luca Show on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. Let me reintroduce my guest, Jody. Jody, is it Kelman? Have I been pronouncing your... Wellman, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was pronouncing... I, I had it right the, the first time. I had it wrong. Okay. All right. We're getting down... We're talking about getting down to the business of living and waking up with my guest, Jody Wellman. She did a TED Talk, How Death Can Bring You Back to Life. So, Jody, before the break... I had asked you, tell us about some slippery slopes mm-hmm. that disengage us, which the first one, of course, that comes to my mind is mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, that's a winner. That one will do it at home. Every <laughs> time. Although, in some ways, it can also be relaxing, but, you know, it depends on how far you go with it. But but anyway, yes. but, yeah, right? I mean, because I think it can, sometimes doing something mindless is, is good for you. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not that social media is mindless, although I don't know. I've never quite understood why people post what they eat. I, I, <laughs> it's just like, I just don't get it. Like, okay, is it, it is just not that important to see what you cooked for dinner. But anyway, all right, sarcasm there. Anyway, um, but, but tell us about some slippery slopes, again, that could disengage oh. us. Yeah. You, hit, you, you just nailed a big one. And I think that I would classify the whole example of social media under one big category called, um, you know, numbing agents mm-hmm. that, and, and I think in the right doses, like, oh my, my goodness, like everything in life, I don't know, moderation can work, right? So yes, a little bit of a mind numbing, you've had a crazy, you know, day, or you've had a lot going on and you might just want to do something silly. It could be playing your word game or it could be, it could be engaging in social media, especially because there can be benefits if it connects you to people. But mm-hmm. most of us are very aware of that feeling that we get when it maybe switches from, oh, this is kind of connecting to now I have become a little bit of a zombie. <laughs> and, and so, you know, how and, and sometimes the line is very thin from one to the other. Oh, and my gosh. Is that real, same thing with TV. I mean, I'm a big fan of watching movies and TV shows. And all of a sudden it's like, ooh, could I have spent tonight maybe spending some more time maybe like learning from a really great 
show like yours or a podcast oh, or, you. you know, maybe reading, like you said, reading. No. Uh, and so so there are, whatever your choice numbing agent is, and, and sometimes we veer into things that do get a little bit riskier, right? So a glass or two of wine might turn into several, 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 or <laughs> for some of us, it, um, it ends up being like shopping. Uh, oh, it happens so fast. There's such a really delicious feeling with buy now, you know, pressing add to cart and then buy now. Um, <sighs> things that, things that um, we do it to cope. We do it because life can be challenging and it is an easy way for us to just disengage. And uh, a small amount of it is fine, but it does end up being a slippery slope that uh, unplugs us from Mm -hmm. actually experiencing life. And next thing you know, we've spent our evening doing something where we're maybe a little bit inebriated and a little bit like zoned out when we're actually not living. And that's where Thursday night is going to be no different than Tuesday night, which is no different than the ones before, because we're just kind of going through those Mm -hmm. like mindless motions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and it can be hard yeah. to to once you get into that kind of a rut. I would think, yeah. um, you know that that can that can be dangerous. You know, it, it's like okay, listen, who said this? The only difference between a rut and a grave are the dimensions. Yeah, who yeah. said that? Someone said that. Yeah, I, I don't know who yeah, it was. I, I had that in my in my in my TEDx talk. And, okay, that's where uh, I got it. Then that's where. I, then that's favorite. yeah. Okay, then someone yeah. said someone said it. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so, so then how do we play our cards right? I mean, practically speaking, so that we don't get into that. And at the same time, you know, I mean, I do think it's important to relax however you choose Mm -hmm. to do that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with watching a movie. I mean, you learn from movies sometimes, right? So, um, or sometimes just a a stupid movie that just makes you laugh your butt off. That can be good too. I mean, there's, you know, nothing wrong with that, but. You know, how do you decide? You know, I mean, you, yeah. you, you don't want to be getting stressed out thinking that you're, you're, you know, wasting your time, wasting your life either, because then you're putting stress on your life, and that's not good. You know what I'm saying? I do. Oh my gosh, I love what you're saying because I get a little bit worried that I go out there, I'm on a crusade to live life fully, and I have to go overweight. Like fully doesn't have to mean that we're out there like drinking from the fire hose of life and all of a sudden now like we can't handle it and we need to quit our jobs because we don't have time to live like no this this is about in a life back to the tv example or watching movies um this, this, it might look like it's seven nights a week for you uh, and that means 30 nights in the month for you are of kind of getting zoned out in front of the tv maybe it means and if that is an area you feel like you might want to shake up, because maybe it isn't, and who am I to say you should shake it up? But do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of have that niggling, we know the niggling feeling. Mm. When you have that feeling like, I, I think I might be wasting some of my life in this way, mm. then, all, then what I believe is it's, number one, awareness is a precursor to change, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And then it might be saying, I think I'm going to find maybe two nights a month where I'm going to shake it up and I'm going to do something a little bit different. And, and then you get to be the one to decide what that looks like. And I think that that's where sometimes the, the fun and the challenge exists in identifying what might be an example of something that might light you up. I think that and, awareness yeah. Is, is, yeah, excuse me, I'm sorry. But it just, yeah. it's awareness, isn't it, that you have to start with that, right? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I refer to that sometimes as diagnosing the dead zones in mm-hmm. our lives. You know, 
And you know we have all the domains of life, right? Like you could have, uh, there's the social life, there's the romantic or lack thereof <laughs> romantic life, mm-hmm. there is uh, your health, your sense of vitality, there's the, um, maybe your career, maybe there's the area of growth and development, there's spirituality, there's, you know, R&R, like rest and relaxation and hobbies, all the areas of life that could possibly be fantastic or feeling dead, I think the first step is to say, where, where is it feeling great? And then number one, like do more of that. I mean, that, I would not be a reputable positive psychology practitioner if I didn't at least start with that, right? It was just like, let's do more of the stuff that is already fantastic because it's proven and it's great. So more, but I do think if there's an area where you feel like it's just lacking and you know there's not much of a pulse, Mm -hmm. that's an opportunity. So for some of us, it is around, I don't know, I'll just pick social life because for many people, COVID put a real Mm. trick in the balloon of our social lives, right? Sure did. And, And we haven't really inflated that part of the balloon again yet. And so maybe if that feels a little bit like, I, I think I want to get back in touch with people, great. Now at least you've identified an area. Right. And then it's, well, what would be one thing that might make you feel a little bit connected, again, without overwhelming you? Because I don't know about you, Francesca, don't we do this thing where it's like, we go ditch to ditch, like either I'm totally antisocial, but now I'm all of a sudden I got to book, I got to book a, a long weekend away with friends as, a, as like a reunion. No, like, let's, let's slow down. Something in what the middle, it? right? Yeah. yeah. What, what is it meant? Right now, if, if right now you're feeling that niggling about my social life is an area I want to maybe address, what if you picked up your phone and did something good with it and sent a text message to a friend you have not connected with for quite a while. What if it just meant sending a little, hey, I've been thinking about you, and you could send your favorite emoji. And then you get that good feeling. And by the way, there's actually recent research that shows that we underestimate the warm glow it's going to give to the person who receives the text Mm -hmm. saying, Mm -hmm. I I thought of you, I'm thinking of you, you matter to me, hey, let's connect. And then you get the good feeling. And so that's what I'm suggesting is like just one small step towards living with a little more intention in the area that you've determined might be a little bit flatlined. Well, and I think um, connections are really also extremely important. And of course, as you know, I mean, COVID really isolated people. And, you know, just when, when we were really going through it, you know, full force, I thought a lot about kids today and how they were brought up with telephones, with, you know, they, they, they can't go to dinner without their cell phone. And, and I don't even know how these kids even communicate with one another. I, I really don't, you know. I mean, I don't know really where they learn their social skills because they're not they're not really get, having an opportunity because of the way that, that, you know, they've been brought up with the phones. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's really, uh, that's a big deal. And I, I do think that socializing, um, is is an important piece of of living your best life. However, on the other end of the spectrum, I can also say that you know a little. You know, some people can kind of go over the top with sort of like partying their brains out because they're as a way mm-hmm. to avoid. So then, you know, to avoid life, right, and mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and their their own alone time. You know, mm-hmm. and um, so it, it's all always a balancing act, isn't it? I think that's so well put, and you're highlighting something that um, that I the way I think sometimes that it can be helpful for us to imagine our lives and maybe just some levers we might want to push or pull 
and and it's this idea about um, living wider with more vitality, and that's the fun and the pleasure and the experiences. And then there's living deeper, which usually involves more meaning and connection to people and so on. And so you just described something, Francesca, about when some people, some of us, we do this where we fill our lives with so much fun and all the things, and we're just, it is, it can be distracting. And that might leave us in a category where we, I call it vitally empty, where mm, right. we're having the fun. Like, like we are out there, we are doing all yep. the roller coasters. Like, but at the end of the day, yep. you go home and you're like, but I'm empty inside. I don't feel like I have people that matter to me. Right. I don't feel like I really, like, what is my purpose again? Right. And it's fun, but it's like a hollow shell. And that's right. not, and at the end of the day, we don't want that either. And so this is where I do think sometimes, your point about some moderation and everything is key. Like, you'll never hear me talk in the world of, you know, living longer and wider and fuller. Of course, our diet matters, but I feel very, very important that we eat all the fun stuff, too. You know what I mean? Like, we need moderation. We need balance with everything. Well, I must have um, a piece of chocolate every day. I must. Whether I, amen. Whether I like it or not. <laughs> And I like it. I like it. I was going to say, do you ever not like it? I always love it. I always love it. All right. We are talking to Jody Wellman. We are going to take another break. And in our last segment, Jody, I would love to really get down to the business of living and get clear on what's unimportant. So listeners, stay with us here. This is Talk with Francesca. I'm Francesca Luca. We'll talk more in just a bit on 95.9 WATD. Looking for a private and comfortable experience on the South Shore to have your medical spa and wellness treatments? Well, you've found the place. Rejuve Medical Spa and Wellness's nurse practitioners succeed in combining lasers, medical skin treatments, and art to give you that rejuvenated look and feel. Rejuve's practitioners will help undo skin damage from sun exposure, rid unwanted hair, and treat the signs of aging and gravity. Are you feeling stressed, experiencing hormone changes, or weight gain? You are not alone. Rejuve Medical Spa and Wellness can help you on your journey to live well and be well. Embrace the fountain of you. Visit rejuvema.com to begin your journey of self-care today. Who doesn't go to the hair salon to liven up their looks? Though sometimes you look worse on the way out than you did walking in. You can expect something different at Hair Design Fationa. With a super modern feel that can hardly be mistaken for suburban, a full-service hair salon, they offer cuts, color, highlighting, and formal design. Fationa is originally from Europe where she owned her own salon. With an impressive following, she won't disappoint. I know because I can tell you from my own experience, I felt transformed and you will too. So if you're looking to turn a few heads, call Fationa today at 781-964-3770. Conveniently located at 834 Washington Street in Braintree or visit her on Facebook. That number again is 781-964-3770. Call today, you'll be thrilled. I know you will. Need a reliable place for your pet? Does your dog crave extra stimulation instead of social isolation? Sign up for doggy daycare at the Dog's Den in Pembroke. With two separate yards and plenty of supervision, your dog will have a ball and tug-of-war toys and plenty of new friends. The Dog's Den also specializes in grooming. 
Each groomer at the Dog's Den has decades of experience and will leave your furry friend refreshed and ready for their next adventure. Schedule your grooming or daycare today at thedogsdengrooming.com. Looking for an authentic Italian meal in an intimate setting? Then you might just want to venture out to Boston this weekend and dine at Terramia Ristorante, a true gem among all those rhinestones in Boston's North End. This cozy trattoria with stucco walls and beam ceiling specializes in creative interpretations of Italian classics. Like the cuisine here, the atmosphere is elegant yet understated. And Terramia Ristorante also offers outdoor dining. Since opening in 1993, Terramia Ristorante has aimed to convince diners that there's always more to Italian food than just red sauce. Over the years, the innovative and beloved restaurant has done a great deal of convincing, and best of all, it's reasonably priced. For indoor or outdoor dining, the best kept secret is worth the trip. Terramia Ristorante. Call 617-523-3112 or visit terramiaristorante.com. for more of the Francesca Luca Show on 95.9 WATD. All right, we are back. And my guest this evening is Jody Wellman. She claims to have 1,914 Mondays left, and she's not about to waste them. And she's hopefully giving you some tips on how not to waste yours either. So welcome back, Jody. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Francesca. So let's get clear in this last segment here um, about a couple of things. Well, first of all, I'd like to get clear about what is really unimportant Mm-hmm. Well, you've been hitting on something I think for our whole conversation that I've been that I'm picking up that I like, which is that that is relative. You know, it's kind of on the idea of a little bit of balance and compromise. It's that what is important to you might be unimportant to me, and vice versa. And what is important to you today may actually not resemble what was important to you before COVID, for example, mm-hmm. or what was, what was going to matter to you in five years, because there are so many great theories out there that do explain how we change. And so one of the things I see, back to the example from earlier about people who've had brushes with death, they come, they, they, they have this sort of new awakening, right, where they say, now I see with clarity mm-hmm. what does matter to me and what my priorities are. And you know what isn't my priority anymore is caring what people think of me. Mm, or is, and that. so I'm going to speak up and, mm-hmm. and, and sort of say what's on my mind or not care if I say no, thanks, sorry, I can't make it to the barbecue this weekend and not really care that I don't have to please you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, maybe my priority is no longer worrying incessantly about my inbox because you know what, at the end of the day, who cares? Right. Or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that might be for you. Yep. But the, the, the clarity about the priorities, that to me feels mission critical, is what is it for you today? Because, again, it's going to change. But what, what is important? And that exercise going through, I, I believe it's essential to go through and identify what are your top ten values in life that you're really not willing to compromise on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess for you, even listening to you describe how, you got that little delight in registering for that class for creative writing. Mm-hmm. I think, and obviously the way you do the work you do here, like creative expression sounds like it's really important to you very. in your life. Is that fair? Yeah. That's very fair. And, yeah. Okay. And that, as an example, you may identify, I'm not, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but that, you know, if that's a priority, some of us might have that, oh, that realization. Wow. If, if that's important to me too, how do I live a life? Because if I'm the designer of it, I get to design most of it. 
how do I live a life where I get to do more of that? Mm-hmm. Even if it means one more time a month, mm-hmm. you know, that I get to do something maybe creative and to, to just use that one example. Mm-hmm. So I think identifying what your priorities are is, is essential in order to then know what you want like, again, how you want to shape it moving forward. Right. And knowing yourself, I think, is very important. Because I think if you, mm. otherwise, you're kind of living on automatic pilot, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, I I grew up around a lot of drama. So that's kind of what I knew. And mm. so I have to always be consciously kind of aware of, like, ah, I'm not going near that drama, you know. Um, and I love it when I do that, you know. And I get so mm. irritated with myself when I engage. I find I'm getting a little engaged and go, ah. I'm not going to go there, you know, um, it's because to me, it's not important. And it is a way also that, you know, mm-hmm. everyone has their way of distracting. It can be as it can be as drama can be as dangerous as drinking or, uh, you know, um, distracting yourself with social media can be as dangerous as drugs. I mean, these are they're all one kind of drug or another um, because, you know, being with ourselves, it, you know, it, it's. It's wonderful, but it's also, it can be scary, too, can't it, right? Because we are, oh, yeah. we're pack animals. We're pack animals, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are. Well, and you said something interesting, too, about uh, knowing yourself. And so this, to me, is crucial, too, is sit down and do a thing. I like the idea of a personal retreat day. And if you can't afford a whole day in a beautiful space that you love, that you find yourself inspired, then take a half day. Or even, you know what, take 45 minutes at Starbucks. That counts, too. Yeah. Sit down and write out, here, here is me at my best. Here is me when I am most alive. Here is me when I am feeling like I am just, like, the best version of myself. Okay, make note of that. And then I also think you need to understand, when am I at my worst? Like, when am I absolutely feeling like I, it, it, I'm deadened or this doesn't bring out the best in me or this is my trigger. Like, for example, your example of people that might make me feel de-energized and how do I not spend time with them or in this task. And that awareness, the self-awareness that we actually could always refresh ourselves on, and I recommend this at least quarterly because we will change. Mm-hmm. And then starting to just design things around that knowledge mm-hmm. and and even a minor point is knowing what makes you happy. Do you know that this surprises me, and now I've seen it so often it no longer surprises me, is that most people have a really hard time coming up with a list of 30 things that make them happy. And, huh. and can, like, like, I challenge you to do it. Could you do that now and say, if, and, and most yeah. of the things, by the way, here's, here's my challenge. Well, that is 25. a lot. 30. I, I don't know. It, maybe 20. 29. <laughs> okay, 20. Okay, so you can have 20. Well, I, and now I'm actually going to challenge you for 30, but they can be tiny things, right? It can be, right. for example, sitting with a really amazing latte and looking out the window. I mean, if that does it for you, then put it on the list. Yeah, exactly. And my encouragement is that most of the things on that list you want to have be accessible, right? So um, you can't say, you know, traveling to Europe because that's not something you can readily do unless right. your life is that kind of life, and in which case can I come to? <laughs> but uh, design, identify, have a list, and then on, a, on any given day when you've got a 20-minute block or you're trying to decide what would make a fabulous Saturday for me or how do I make just one little adjustment to live life more fully, it might be looking at that list and saying, hey, yeah, you know what, I haven't gone out and, you know, 
browsed around a bookstore lately, which is something I love. I'm going to go do that today. And then I'm going to go to a matinee or whatever it is for you, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, living right. intentionally. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we just have, what do we have, about three minutes left, Kevin? Yeah, we, I'm going to put you in a box um, and just ask you a couple of quick questions about you. <laughs> um, well, or what's the best advice that you've ever been given? Hmm. Hmm. It sounds so simple, um, but I know. don't do anything you don't want to do. And this is this resonates with me as a you know recovering pleaser, mm. right? Saying yes, saying yes to meet other people's needs, but not necessarily thinking of your own, mm. and then feeling exhausted and then perhaps resentful later. Right, right. <laughs> Mine is when in so, doubt, do without. Go ahead. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah. And can, I'm going to throw a bonus one in for fun, and it's don't think, just do. Because mm. oh. don't you find sometimes we overthink things yes. and it prevents us from taking action? Well, just... yes, I <laughs> yes. So that when I'm at, when in doubt, do without. Then I start wondering. Well, wait a minute. Am I thinking about it too much? Is that the problem? So maybe I'm overthinking. So I I hear I hear that too. With um, just a few minutes left, Jody, I would love it if you would tell our listening audience what you would really like them to take away from this interview. And, of course, make sure you give us your web address again so that they have it. (laughs) Okay, I will do. I am really, as you can tell, uh, passionate about the idea of making the Grim Reaper our friend. And so my recommendation is to count your remaining Mondays. And even if you're like Francesca and you're not interested in doing it, well, I'm going to ask you to do it anyway. And so what you would do is if you are female, take it 83 years as average. Mm -hmm. If you're male, take 78 minus your age, and then multiply that by 52 weeks. And that's roughly, and if you don't identify male or female, just average it at 80 and minus your age. Kevin, you doing that? 52. Kevin's doing it. producer's doing it right okay. now. He's doing, he, he's doing the math. All right. And what would you say, as our last question, um, what are the biggest keys to manifesting all of this? Or what is the number one key that's, that will manifest this? that manifests the belief that life is short and that we want to get on with it. I think, I think it's coming back to that is memento mori, the old Latin phrase, which means remember that we must die. Mm-hmm. It's a don't lose sight of that because that, even though it sounds morbid, that's the animating thing. That's what can wake us up to live lives that we think are likely and whatever that might mean for us. Mm-hmm. And so, by the way, if you don't want to do the math at 4000mondays.com, there is a calculator that will do it for you. <laughs> Wait, Kevin says she has 1,820 Mondays left. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our wonderful producer, who is making this show possible, says he has 1,820. Well, wait a minute. You're younger than me, so that means I have even less. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Get on with it. Get on with living. Get on with living. All right. If you are in a Netflix coma, you are going to want to get in touch with Jody Wellman. And your web address again, Jody, is? It's 4000mondays.com. All right. Jody Wellman, it has been a pleasure having you on the show tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. Your joy. All right. We've got to wrap things up and say good night. Hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. See you next week. Same time, same place. Make it a great week. What if you took your time to really soak it in? Cause someday you're gonna wish you did. Like a September morning, like snow without a warning, like how the summer feels upon your skin.
don't miss it.